2: Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spook. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Get your hat on. Yeah, we both got hats on. And uh, well, the big thing today, the big story of the day, the big sunny headline is that I am sneezing. Yeah, yeah, that's the headline, right? Yeah, because it's sunny and that's why you have the hat on. Keep the light out or whatever, right? Maybe. maybe, And that's also dust. The sun could be Mm -hmm. also bringing on allergens, perhaps bringing on allergens. Yeah, I don't know if that's how it works. I think the sun makes you allergic to things. That's what it is, right? Yeah. I I think when I get hit by the sun, Mm All of a sudden I break out into rashes when I eat tomatoes. Right. I think it's if you get hit by your son, you break out in rashes. Right. Right. Are you allergic to anything? Parenthood. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. Not nothing like severe, but I definitely have like I've never been tested. You don't. But get, I'd like to be. Do you get like rashy from eating anything? Uh, Sometimes uh, vodka, sometimes vodka. Yeah, really? I get all red and blotchy. I mean, this seems but not like, all the time, only for, sometimes or for our listeners. They must be assuming that us doing this podcast for almost mm-hmm. seven years that I would have asked you this prior to this point. Not necessarily. I mean, how often do you like hang out with your friends? And you're like, so what is everyone allergic to? Let's yeah. talk about allergies. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, right. unless it comes up naturally in conversation. I don't necessarily. I like to gather the house to... together. Yeah, yeah. You need to figure out their medical conditions. You got to get all this stuff together. You got to list it out. That way you can abuse it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And now I can uh, give you vodka to have your rash all up if I ever right, need to right, right. get rid of. you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't like hurt me. I just get red and blotchy. That's it. How red? Pretty red, how blotchy, like a beet, oh, like a beet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I look like a big beet boy. And you get like a rosy cheeks, like rosy cheeks, rosy face. Yeah,
1: oh and, my and god, and hot.
2: Wow, this is a yeah. You could fry an egg on that face. You know what I'm saying? You know what? Like sometimes I uh, like alcohol will do mm-hmm. that to me as well. Okay, all right. He's trying to take my thunder, you piece of shit. Well, it's more than just vodka for me, so it's a little better, right, 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 right. What is? What else is it for you then? Uh, everything. Everything. Yeah. All. Oh, no. Once it once it hits me, I start blushing like a fool. And oh, I, yeah, that's a, you're you're not. It's not a rash. You're just embarrassed. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh my, I'm so embarrassed. But it's not all about my insecurities today, Damien. It's about our guest today because we have actor, writer, comedian. We got Sam Hancock here. Woo. woo, woo, woo. Yes.
0: Thank you so much for having me. And, you know, I also get red when I drink. There you go. I can't explain it because sometimes I don't. And then sometimes I do. So I really don't know what it
2: is. Don't know. That's what happens with me. I don't know. Could it be a specific alcohol that's doing it? And that we we just don't know. Are you mixing a lot? Mm. Uh,
0: you know what? Sometimes it happens with the same liquor right. um, and sometimes it doesn't. So maybe I am just embarrassed and nervous. That's
2: what it is. You're bashful. Right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're in the same boat as me. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> two people who are just bashful. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, Sam, uh, to talk about you here, that we you are uh, the final member of Hillary Duff Fan Club to join the podcast. Oh, love it. Um, So we're excited to have you. And we were just talking about this, actually, that this year of our podcast, starting in September, has just been very, I think, centered around you five almost, as most of our episodes are like bringing back and everything and like having... So, oh, I love it. Yeah, I guess we're uh, we are big stands of the group. Mm-hmm. All and, the promo, yeah. And just so you're, you're aware, we start in the school year. That's how we do this episode, like yeah. that's how we count our years. <laughs> yeah. Right? yeah,
0: summer's off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah. Weekends off. weekends <laughs> off. That's what it is. Benefits. You know? We don't
2: start the year at the beginning of the year, it's the beginning of the school year. Oh, yeah, and, yeah, we <laughs> For do the have children. We do have benefits. Yeah, yeah. Which benefits are those? Oh, um. I guess uh, uh, I, no one told me about this. iTunes, we have, we have iTunes. <laughs> yeah, iTunes benefits, <laughs> yeah. They they let people listen to us on there. Oh man, I've been your friendship, yeah, like <laughs> default free app for the last seven years, and I could have been using iTunes. Yeah, well, there you go. That's that's <laughs> good. Android bitch. lover, download some ninety nine cent songs. <laughs> um so the thing that we first uh saw you in like uh way back and we've known each other for uh, quite some time now mm-hmm. uh but we saw you in the sister act mm-hmm. a while oh, wow. a long while back that was, wow
0: that is long
2: yeah i feel like that was probably four years if i had to guess maybe five see how yeah. because- because of the last couple of years, it doesn't feel that long ago. But when you like think back on it, you're like, "Oh yeah, that was a very long time ago." And so, wait, you both saw it? Yeah, yes. we're we're our oh, wow. good friend of the show and good friend of ours, uh, Chelsea, well, of course. Well, yep. good friend of Damien, I should say, <laughs> I personally hate it. Oh, yeah, um, I just wanted to clarify that. I didn't want her to get a big head. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but the two of you uh, were in the musical together. And uh, yeah, you're you uh, hilarious in that uh, thing. Thank you. And yeah. great.
0: Yeah, that was such a fun show to be in with so many funny women and talented women. Um, <laughs>
2: Yeah, that was that was a really, really fun time. Yeah, I mean, I guess you could say it was like you were all a bunch of sisters who were acting. <laughs> I guess you could say that. So that must have been a cool experience. I mean, I have yeah, we're sisters, all playing, like, but old we've women. never acted together. So <laughs> life is a stage. Oh, shit. I never thought about that. <laughs> Maybe we have that. It is odd when you uh, do, like, uh, productions that cast, like, young people, and I've been a part of them before, too, that are, like, usually uh, supposed to be older, you know?
0: Oh, and we got no direction as to, like, how our makeup should be, so we're all kind of in the the dressing room, like, putting grey lines, like, in random places, (laughs) (laughs) hoping it comes across.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I did this uh, production in Vancouver a long time ago of uh, the odd couple, uh, which is supposed to be like two like older divorced guys that have to move in together after their divorce. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I was 18. I mean, in university, we did Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and I played the guy who was supposed to be like in his 50s. <laughs> it was all washed up. So I don't know. Yeah, it, doesn't it was like matter. barely any experience as a kid. You're like, yeah, yeah I'll
0: play a 80 year old woman. No problem. <laughs> it's called acting, my friend. Come on. <laughs> we know
2: hardships. Yeah. <laughs> Interviewing old women, being like, so what's it like? <laughs> Did you do that? Did you go to all the old women that you knew and interviewed them on how to? Absolutely not.
0: Oh. <laughs> Honestly, I showed up for the rehearsal and then I went home.
2: That's great. <laughs> That's great. Did you get any feedback from the old women afterwards?
0: Um, you know what? I actually got offered a spot in a retirement home
2: Whoa! to move in. Yeah. Good for you. it's a huge opportunity. Free meals, <laughs> free bed.
0: Had to turn it down, but... Yeah.
2: <laughs> Uh, what started uh, first for you? Was it the acting or the comedy? Um, or kind of both around the
0: same time. I started, well, I, I grew up playing sports, so I wasn't in the arts world at all. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I had a friend in high school that I met who was um, a very talented singer. And we had vocals class together and she was in a musical. And I was like, oh, I've never been to see one of those. Like, I'd love to come. And then, so I went to see her perform and seeing her on stage, I was like, oh, that is something I really wanna do. Like, I love that. And so I joined this community center in Barrie and um, they had an improv troupe as well, improv class, as well as the musical theater. So I kind of, I started acting and do musical theater but kind of watching the improv. And then Mm -hmm. I joined the improv class, but I was so nervous. So I just sat on the sidelines and just, watched the class and watch them perform yeah. but um yeah they're kind of hand in hand and then the next year I grade 12 I, I joined the improv club and um and was doing musical theater and then went on to Randolph and continued musical theater and um Veronica and I ran the improv troupe at Randolph and then yeah I was
2: kind of doing both from there, then on. I I like it's a great story about somebody finding the arts and kind of finding their way into that. But I I like to think about the other side of the sports team losing their star player. (laughs) And And I was really 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 sad. And he's crying. (laughs) It was like, we could have went to we could have went to the provincials this year. (laughs) Yeah, it was
0: like a really hard decision because I I love sports Mm -hmm. like I still do. And my parents were like, well, I think you need to choose because they're both
2: expensive. Yeah would you um, play uh bocce ball European handball
0: Oh yeah I played um uh, I played a little bit of everything I played Whoa. rugby hockey baseball um tennis
2: I soccer at one point of wow. kind of See those are a lot of expensive sports with yeah. very different equipment too mm-hmm. and that, that's even that I mean uh, there's not a lot of times where you can say that uh acting is the more lucrative decision but the point of that many sports i think it almost is
0: oh yeah and like tournaments and stuff when you go away and get hotel rooms Mm
2: -hmm.
0: but i'm definitely glad i i chose the arts i just feel there's more job opportunity (laughs) hard to believe Um, but also i just met so many great people and it's just been such a fulfilling experience
2: yeah. And you mentioned, uh, Veronica, like you've been working together for a very long time then, like started uh, there at uh, Randolph, you said, and then it's still going on today, right? Yeah, well, we actually became friends
0: in, we were in grade 11, I believe. So oh. yeah, we've known each other for yeah, before then, long time, majority of our lives, yeah.
2: How, how is it to find someone that like, because it is, and even though you found each other like early, it's very hard to find a collaborator a lot of the time especially one that you can roll with and do so many different projects with
0: Mm -hmm. well I think with Veronica and I was friendship first and we had always developed a friendship that we just made each other laugh and we just had so much fun together so I think it was easy to transition into creating stuff together and most times we didn't even think about it it was just like let's make a funny vine when vine was big or like let's (laughs) you know, write something. And um, we used to sit on our lunch breaks um, at Randolph and we'd write like little silly raps and then mm-hmm. we would like rap to each other. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then we just kind of were like, let's see if we can create something to show people and to bring audiences to. And it's how like our sketch troop and our um, our other sketch troop, My Chemical Bromance, the web series mm-hmm. that we also have with Emma, we've known her since the community theater as well. So we've all been friends since high school. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm
2: very lucky. Um, the thing about uh, all of you is that you have this um, very unique, like um, very unique comedy and just like a fearlessness that I think uh, really elevates it as well.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I appreciate that. I think like it took a while and we have this conversation often, like, I feel like for myself, like as a woman, I'm trying to like be attractive, but like not too attractive. So I'm not pretentious or in like Mm -hmm. all these things that, that you're scared of and getting on stage with the boys who kind of interrupt you. And I think it's honestly just been doing it for so many years that you feel this allowance or you feel this, um, this yeah that basically this allowance to to take space up and to be like that girl who's loud and and just to think like I don't care what these people think about me like I'm I love this and I'm going to give the performance that I want to give and no one's going to hold me back and that's been very freeing to to yeah. leave that mindset of of how people are perceiving you as a as a woman on on stage
2: I, I that's what I love about you as a performer is that you really own, own your voice in Mm -hmm. that way and uh yeah so
0: well I think it's important too like I think it's this unsaid um thought that a lot of women have of of just automatically taking the sidelines and and I hope that through not that I'm like being this so that women will see this but like I hope that me being who I am on stage and and doing what I want to do and and being the lead characters and Mm -hmm that it shows other people like we're all equal on stage. We're all creating a story together. We're all working together. And not one perspective is, is greater than, and the best improv scenes are the ones where you're, you're sharing, you know, you're sharing a story and you're both as important. Um, and you're, you're, you know, you're working back and forth instead of just like following someone's steps.
2: Yeah. And I, I, I think that uh, you do uh, portray that on stage and I think that it's a hard like kind of like shell to break out of but Mm -hmm. uh, with the like representation of that that you see on stage and everything and it just uh, helps that movement especially in I mean Toronto we're we're such a big comedy scene right like yeah and we have so much talent here in general that um, it continues to grow because of different performers inspiring in their own ways yeah but i, I yeah. think that's also the difficulty of it too is that because there are so many performers and there's so many people especially when you're starting out it's it's so easy to fall into that like i need to do something so i stand out and I'm like i want to get my moment and i want to try and push yourself right and it's not until you can kind of like step back a little and be like oh i can still do that while also being a part of a collaborative unit rather than just trying to bulldoze my way through everything, right?
0: Yeah. I think like find definitely like the most important thing is finding mm-hmm. a group that you really mesh with and you yeah. each respect each other's voice. Um and then just being genuine, you know, yeah. not the last concern should be I'm gonna be funny or I'm gonna be the star. It should be like I'm gonna have fun and I'm gonna like let loose. Um, because at the end of the day we're all adults playing pretend on stage and it should be that
2: I mean unless you are the star then you got to railroad everybody and just like, you know that's how you got to get your career going so Hollywood it, I'm coming any kids listening right now that's how you do it and you know you got to be collaborative unless you are the star
1: <laughs> exactly
2: well, to uh, dive into a spooky note here we have to ask you Sam do mm-hmm. you believe in ghosts
0: I was thinking about this before, and I, yes, I think I believe more in spirits Mm. and the unseen, but also, like, I've heard stories of people seeing physical ghosts, and then I'm like, oh, maybe I do believe that as well, Um, (laughs) but I I do believe there's energy.
2: How do you differentiate ghosts and spirits?
0: I think, I think ghosts, I think ghosts, you'd be able to see, <laughs>
2: that's, that's
0: it, <laughs> spirits are just lingering energy, I guess.
2: Hmm. Yeah. And I, I, I think that's where I kind of lie a little bit more so myself as well. Damien is a skeptic and doesn't believe any of it. Uh, but yeah, I, what for you, have you ever had a paranormal experience?
0: I haven't um, but people in my family have I remember my mom was telling me a story about how she was living in a house with my father when they first got together and he went down all the, the night to get a glass of water and she was woken up and as she opened her eyes there was a man in a tuxedo sitting at the end of her bed and she said she like really saw it like it was almost like it was a real person um, and then when she, she jumped out of bed and ran to get my dad and it kind of just like, phew, like disappeared. Um, and ever like since hearing that, I'm like, oh, I, I think I would be open to seeing that, but also it scares the living hell out of me mm. if that were to ever happen.
2: <laughs> so, I mean, it, it sounds like almost that like spirits or ghosts have been or did you grow up with that as a kind of a belief based off of your family, too?
0: Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like very prevalent and mm-hmm. a discussion topic that we... we're doing
2: dinner. Seances. Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> and my my parents, my family is uh...
2: past the spirits.
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, I think my family, mm. they don't really believe in, in much. So it's it's not um, it was never really a conversation mm. that we've ever had. I definitely, I feel like I'm the most in touch with the afterlife or spirit life. Right. Um, one time after my grandma passed, and this was actually during, I was doing Sister Act. Oh,
1: mm.
0: And I remember being on the side in the wings and I like heard my grandma's voice being like, go get them, like go yeah. out and do it. And it literally sounded like so real and like someone whispered it in my ear, but, After I was like, oh, well, I was just, that's grief speaking to me. Like, that's not my grandma. But then I'm like, maybe
1: it was my grandma.
2: Well, I think overall you like, you know what she would say in those moments for you. So yeah. that's like the kind of inspiration, or like whether it was or not, or, you know. Yeah, It was like, go get them. And she was like, it was a memory of you, her asking you to get her medication for
1: you. Yeah. Sort of like, go go get, get it for go me. Go get them. <laughs> Grandma needs the pills.
2: Her slippers. Go get them. It <laughs> could be anything. Could be anything.
0: Do, you, yeah, do you guys have any crazy paranormal
2: stories? Well, I do have a few here. This guy does. Well, yeah. So, Was <laughs> well, that a
0: long scroll?
2: I, mm-hmm, I, yeah. th- thank God you asked. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, so I, desperate to share this. <laughs> I've had my own as well, but I do have prepared here today some celebrity ghost stories right. of celebrities that have claimed that they've seen ghosts. Ooh. And that we can then judge after whether we believe them or not. Right. Okay. Which, I can judge right now. I don't believe them. Well, yeah, maybe, maybe Keanu Reeves will convince you. No, because Keanu- it a ghost
0: or is it drugs?
2: <laughs> maybe both. <laughs> that should be the new segment. Uh, <laughs> I was living in New Jersey when I saw and felt this ghost Reeves recalled. I remember just staring at this suit, which has no body or legs in it as it came into the room before disappearing. It was a double breasted suit in white. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I love it.
2: <laughs> and I looked at my nanny who was just as shocked as me. And I just couldn't get back to sleep afterwards. Wait, he has a nanny. And I Wait, still the sleep. nanny was
0: in his room while he was sleeping. This is the nighttime.
2: Like, it, was it a nanny for him or was it a nanny for his children? That's what I'm wondering. Um, he was a young boy. <laughs> he was a young boy. Yeah. Uh, okay, OK, OK, OK. And he had a nanny <laughs> that watched him as he slept. But he says that still to this day he sees the figure in his dreams.
0: Okay, so wait, so this was a shared experience. Yeah. So that for me is more believable because there's two people
2: that have witnessed something. Yeah. Gas leak. Yeah. You think it was a gas leak, probably. That scarred him to this day. (laughs) Yeah, that's fine. Lots of things can scar. Double
0: breasted suit gas leak. Lots of things can scar people.
2: (laughs) <laughs> that the specificity your dad not showing up to your soccer game can scar you that's true so but the specificity <laughs> of the suit makes me believe it right
0: <laughs> i i'm gonna go with believe it too because yeah. because of the nanny
2: my thing but about, i would like
0: to talk to the nanny
2: yeah my thing about the specificity is that's something that can very easily be kind of like retroactively brought into the story the more it's told right like that's something that i feel like i saw someone in a suit and then they retell it's like i saw someone in a white suit and then it's like i saw someone in a double-breasted white suit and i see it all the time handkerchief hey your bucket. yeah and then it's just like it gets more and more detailed because you're you're constantly embellishing it and then eventually you just start believing it and like this is what happened and it's just like well maybe you just saw like a white bit of light on the wall and you thought it was a suit but it wasn't that's how well, these yeah. stories work. That's how all of these stories are They're They're so unreliable narrator that I can't take any of it seriously.
0: Well, it's, it's scary because the brain is such a powerful thing and you can yep. truly convince yourself. Exactly. Of literally, you can create your own memories that you believe happened.
2: And that's my biggest problem with, uh, with most, uh, well, all I would say ghost stories is that they're all just, there's nothing else that substantiates it other than secondhand accounts of these stories and people saying, like, I saw it, I swear. I'm like, "That you may have thought you saw something, but that doesn't that doesn't convince me that it's real. But I'll say it to this day. I've said it before. When I saw I don't care when I saw a ghost, <laughs> we recorded the very next day. I recalled it and my story has not changed. OK, that's fine. That doesn't mean that it didn't happen. <laughs> Just because your story hasn't changed because you have it recorded and you've been able to reference it doesn't mean that it actually happened. It happened. It happened. I swear it, uh, it happened. And it was, it was two people. It was two people witnessing it. No, it doesn't, matter. It doesn't and it, matter. the story hasn't changed. Two people can be uh, also <laughs> wrong. Well, I, I will say with the uh, Keanu Reeves, since he is dreaming about it still to this day in the figure, mm-hmm. that the figure could have... Definitely evolved since in his dream, since he initially saw it, right? So, his descriptors that was the point I was making with that was because you said part of what you thought the believability was the specificity of it. I said, Well, I feel like part of that could just be the retelling. I know I just like it when they're specific, like that. Yeah, I mean, I think like for
0: me, I kind of in, in the mindset of I believe really anything because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day i think about it and i'm like well who are we like what is Mm -hmm. people are like god and this and this i'm like yeah but we are just like this floating shit that is here and why don't aliens exist why doesn't god exist like
2: I it's would, not that
0: far-fetched. Like, we are just a thing.
2: Interestingly enough, I kind of use that same argument as why I don't believe in that stuff. Like, well, who are we? Why should we have these spirits? Why would we have God? Why would we have any of this? I feel like it's almost an arrogance to think, like, we're so important and special that we're going to have this afterlife. We're going to live forever. We're going to have this spiritual but, awakening. I, I but think also, to me, it's I think just it's like I just think we think denounce it. Yeah, like, well, how, how, how does that, how how does that make sense? Things? No, it's... It, it, you you're speaking with the same confidence that it doesn't exist as people that mm-hmm. speak that it does exist i don't think and so though because arrogance. I, one wouldn't be more arrogant than the other i think it would be though because i i'm if if there's a way that we can quantitatively show this i would believe it but with the knowledge that we have now we cannot show this and i don't think that we're some special being who have an afterlife or any of that stuff And I think having that kind of cosmic, like divine, eternal importance in what you think human beings are is more arrogant than believing that it isn't the case.
0: But also they say that energy, Mm -hmm. I mean, I could just be (laughs) fully speaking on my ass, but I'm going to say this. Yeah. (laughs) Um, They say energy cannot um, be created or be dissolved. Like energy forever exists and we have energy within us. Yes. And so when you die, your energy gets put out into the universe
2: yeah but it's not it's not like that it's not like you die and then this like ball of energy goes into the sky it's more of a conservation of mass and like how things in your body are dissipated and reallocated either through heat or through like different things like that they also did tests with the large hadron collider where they were saying that if they could detect spiritual energy this thing would have detected it and they have not found anything to to support energies yet with it these are the smartest people in the fucking world. And you're going to look at me like I'm an asshole. So I don't know, buddy. <laughs> I'm not looking at you like an <laughs> asshole. But if you, come, if, if you come and say that it's uh, arrogance to uh, believe in your own experiences. No, then... no, no, no. I'm not saying it's arrogance to believe in your own experiences. I'm saying I'm saying that I, I feel like there's a certain amount of arrogance to think that there has to be some divine spiritual like afterlife and that we have such an importance in the universe that we have to have this and that's why spirit should exist i I don't
0: think it's an importance thing i just think it's like a
2: so do you think there are spiritual energy and ghosts for everything then or just people because that's where i I think i think things with souls what is a soul though (laughs)
1: um uh huh one second, googles it. What is this? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, because I mean, I feel
2: that that ties in. Because if again, there's like, are you only saying that human beings have souls? Are you saying that it's about a certain level of consciousness? Like, what's the this is where you start splitting hairs with it. And that's why I'm kind of like, I feel like either you have to think that every living thing dies and can leave this spiritual residue, or nothing does. Otherwise, right. it's kind of like, well, where are you defining these lines? Like, how are you making these designations? Yeah, sure, everyone. everything can. Tree, why not? <laughs> All right. Ghost then trees. How can we don't see millions of like ghost trees and ghost squirrels? and well, we don't see ghost a ghost bugs. every time. I and mean, then that's the difference between ghosts and spirits, too.: maybe But that's some, another maybe thing: that I would say, like, if, if everything has the potential to do this, we would be seeing this shit like almost constantly you would feel.: You don't think people hallucinate trees?: No. Well, I, I don't. don't, I don't <laughs> uh, what I think what uh, uh Sam and I are both saying is uh-huh. we stand with Keanu Reeves. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, forever. Yeah. <laughs> forever. No matter what. Okay. Okay. Uh here's Lady Gaga. Mm. Okay. One one more. I don't know, anyone who wears a meat suit, can you really trust them? Yes, it's a bold okay. move. Yes.
0: yes. She's an
1: icon.
2: Yes. Uh, The pop star told Harper's Bazaar UK that the ghost of Alexander McQueen helped her write her smash hit Born This Way after (laughs) his suicide. I think he planned the whole thing, she said. Right after he died, I wrote Born This Way. I think he's up in heaven with fashion strings in his hands, marionetting away, planning this whole thing.
0: I'm going to say no.
2: I hate this story.
0: (laughs) But also, didn't Lady Gaga like doesn't she smoke or used to, or at some point smoke like a lot of weed while writing her songs? (laughs) So I'm like, I don't know.
2: Yeah. I don't know. When you say like, you think a famous person helped you write something that's just like, wow, you really, you really think a lot of yourself.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a bit, uh, that one's a bit odd. Yeah, I don't. Bit, like that bit of one. a stretch for me.
2: <laughs> yeah, I I think that anytime that it's uh someone from the dead uh, helping you with something mm-hmm. or like, there's a lot of different stories out there. People saying that they're currently dating the ghost of this person or whatever. Do they? Yeah, we'll have to bring those up what the... in the future. Ones. <laughs> yes, <What do> you <laughs> please. <laughs> so you don't think ghosts should help people? So you don't like a Christmas carol? <laughs> no i don't think that ghosts shouldn't help people but i have my doubts when you're like oh this figure i mean wow it, it he is doesn't believe in a christmas Carol. that a, <laughs> if a famous figure was to come and help someone mm-hmm. do something then it would likely be someone that's already famous at their help. right oh mm-hmm. you think so i i think so why yeah. do you think they would only help someone who's also famous because that's the people they know they they're not going to go to Uh, like me or something. They haven't heard of me. But that's the thing, though. Like, if like, say you're the ghost of Abraham Lincoln and you're like, I'm going to help some people. You're not going to go like, you know, help Leo get his his car started because it ran out of gas or (laughs) something. (laughs) You're probably going to go to the, like, you know, common people. And it's just like, I'll help you chop wood or Uh, wherever you're (laughs) summoned, wherever you're called to. If you're the ghost of Abraham Lincoln, Mm -hmm. I would assume that you're going to Daniel Day-Lewis to craft the perfect accent. That's, you know, I'd be... (laughs) I would yeah, if probably... you're the ghost
0: of abraham lincoln don't come to me please <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: i'm good yeah um uh, i'll do one more here mm-hmm. Cut. uh this is jillian anderson mm-hmm. x files mm-hmm. Uh, she said she believes in an alternate universe as an and has even felt its presence i've definitely felt other spirits she said i'm quite sensitive to it and yes But it's not something you can really talk about with too many people, especially not me. But you just you just talked about it on a national platform. Yeah. Put it on the Internet. You can't say you can't talk about it with many people and then put it out for the world to read. Like, what the fuck? I assume that she answered a question and cut it off there.
0: I don't know if I believe that one. I don't really believe in alternate universes. Mm. Don't think mm. <laughs> haven't <laughs> thought about it much, but mm. if I were to say no.
2: Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm open to it. I'm open to <laughs> Jillian Anderson. I'll, I'll, <laughs> she doesn't want to tell me any more about it and I can't ask her any more about it. That's true. That's she'll never rule. talk to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if,
0: maybe, if she, she won't would, answer my emails.
2: Maybe when she's a ghost, she'll come and explain it to you. Or if by your logic, she'll only explain it to other famous people. Well, maybe I'll be up there then. Up there doing what? <laughs> yeah, I'll be up there with her.
1: <laughs> maybe well, she I'll helps be the Grammy Fix- speech,
2: fixing <laughs> leaks off the 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 cloud roofs. <laughs> well, on that note, we got a story of our own to tell. Oh, we all yeah. drew positions beforehand. Uh, Sam, do you want to reveal what you drew?
0: I'm the player yeah <laughs> i have no responsibility
2: <laughs> that's right you can do whatever you want be as many characters as you want no rules bouncing around here man. yeah i'm getting situated into the story <laughs> making this monitor shake this improv dance <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like we're having an earthquake i'm getting ready to get up and perform right. <laughs> <laughs> um Damien, what did you draw? I drew the celebrity. Yes. So with that, I go to a random celebrity generator. It's going to deliver you four options. You'll have to appear as one of those celebrities at some point during the story. Your options are. Okay. Jeff Dunham. Of course. Do we? I feel like we have Jeff Dunham way more often than we should. Yeah. You know what? I'm just going to hit it a couple more times here because those (laughs) are all people we always have. Oh, here we go. Lady Gaga. Okay. Ryan Seacrest. Okay. Winston Churchill. And Edgar Allan Poe. Okay. I feel like we've had Edgar Allan Poe before. Yeah. I think Lady Gaga might be new. I don't know. All right, cool. All right. So that means that you drew the narrator. Yes. For the narrator, we're going to go to com for a location, a relationship, or a word. What would you like today? I will go with relationship. I think they've had that one before. Uh, alien and president. Alien and president. That's a good one. Oh. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> And we'll get right into that story, but first, we want to talk to you about our friends over at Ana Luisa. That's right. Ana Luisa has got some affordable jewelry for you at home. And Mother's Day's coming up, so that's what you need. You need affordable jewelry to make sure that you can treat the people you care about. Well, yeah, and this is the thing. Like, I have already gifted my mother Mm -hmm. some jewelry from Ana Luisa. Oh, what'd she say? She was ecstatic, Oh, yeah? Yeah, she was very happy. I mean, they have very unique designs mm-hmm. that make you look elegant, make you look beautiful. I want an elegant mother. Right. I, I hope your dad wasn't mad. He's like, oh, you're showing me up. No, he was he was ecstatic, too. He was oh. like, finally, your mother has elegance. He <laughs> got to play with the little uh, snap pouches that it comes in. Exactly. That's the fun part. Well, yeah, and I, I kept bringing that up to my <laughs> mom, too. I'm like, but how about the snap pouch it comes in? Because mm-hmm. we were really impressed by this. We are uh, simple men. Yeah. It, and the jewelry is completely carbon neutral, but also the packaging is carbon neutral, mm-hmm. too. Um, and this packaging, it's just a, like a magnetic snap. Yeah. And I, I kept trying to say, like, Mom, did you like the magnetic snap? And she's like, I love the jewelry. Uh, I mean, magnets. How do they work? Right. Yeah. So it, it has something for everyone. That's true. Yeah. I mean, there. I mean, that's part of the high quality, right there. It's like even if the packaging is that gonna, is gonna be that good. You know what's inside has got to be good too, right? Mm-hmm. And and like we said, affordable prices starting mm-hmm. at thirty nine dollars. Yeah. But not only that, but we have the hookup for you too. That's right. If you go to shop slash spooked, that's shop. dot slash spooked. S-P-O-O-K-E-D. You'll get buy one, get one 40% off for this Mother's Day. So you can get something nice for your mom and something nice for yourself or someone else special. Yeah, two pieces of jewelry for your mom. Well, that's, that's a little wild. We don't want to go overboard. Or two pieces of jewelry for yourself. Yeah, two pieces <laughs> of jewelry for your mom, two pieces of jewelry for you. You don't have to feel guilty about it. We'll assume one's for your mom. Mm-hmm. You can just take two. That's true. And we get all the invoices so we know what everyone's ordering. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's lucky that's transparent because yeah, we yeah. want to know what you're getting. We, we're just really excited about making sure that everyone's getting nice pieces of jewelry. We want to make sure that our listeners are the, uh, the best accessorized in all of podcastia. And, and I I know what you guys are thinking. Mm-hmm. like These two are a couple of bozos. We've heard them over the years. Yep. What do they know? Well, it is beautiful jewelry. And if you don't believe us, go check it out yourself because we know that you'll be impressed. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, not only that, every Friday they have new designs. So they have affordable jewelry every Friday, new deals for you. And again, you know, go to shop.analuisa.com slash spooked. A-N-A-L-U-I-S-A dot com slash S-P-O-O-K-E-D. Come on, get that. Buy one, get one, on deal. This episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day it's Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year, Mm-hmm. have no fear i know that that weighs on a lot of people whether they have a valentine don't have That's a valentine right. you know and the stresses of planning valentine's day is a lot it can be a lot for you and you might need someone to talk to during this time self-love is important and what better way to do that than with our friends at better help exactly i know that for myself mm-hmm. i get a lot of uh stress while uh, doing planning and do- and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It, uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, What great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly, yeah. Just open up your Open it uh, up and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed. Perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And, hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know? And, and it's all uh, online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of, like, in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No! Do online. Do better help. That's right. So don't forget, go to betterhelp.com slash spooked to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. We start our day, it's bright and sunny outside of the White House. As we go through the halls, we see... All of the security, all of the people going from door to door with files and documents and all the business being had all the way into the Oval Office, where the president is speaking under his desk.
1: <laughs>
2: Mr. President, uh, Mr. President, uh, where? Mr. President? Speak up. Are you under your desk?
0: Yes, I'm, uh, this is my private time.
2: Okay. Um, Spit you could it have, out. You could have put a sock on the door or something. You know, we we could have left you alone.
0: <laughs> Maybe I wanted to be caught. Never
1: mind. Just what is it? I'm very very busy. I'm
2: so sorry, sir. We we've just got this fax from uh, from Colorado. They 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 wanted you to read this right away.
1: Okay. Thank it,
2: you. Just it slip it under the bottom a, of the desk. Okay. Do you want me to explain it to you, or are you going to read it yourself? It's give very me the context. Yeah, well, it seems that a large uh, metal disc has uh, descended from the sky, and a hatch is opening. And it seems that some sort of life form is coming out, and uh, they're going to need you down there asap. So they're coming. They're you visiting. Know, you know these people?
1: Of course, I know this. Have the presidential book goes back years of alien sightings. Oh my. this is my day. This is the reason I became president.
2: Well, the, um, you know, I, I'm, just, I'm just a presidential aide, and, and I didn't You're coming I, with me. I am? Yes, you are.
1: I, if anyone's gonna believe anything, we need two sets of eyes.
2: Right, right. Four I'm sets per- of eyes. Uh. I feel like there's probably gonna be a camera crew there, but yes, yes, oh, no, of course, of course. Uh, quickly, we need to get to Air Force One right away. Okay, we'll take my private jet. Yeah, that's Air Force One. Okay. Yeah, come on <laughs> and so they go to air force one they climb up onto the jet and the president has uh, without real reason brought his desk with him and sat underneath it again <laughs> mr president i feel like we really wasted a lot of time dragging your desk onto the plane
1: it's sentimental um, to me
2: right right um okay
1: oh i'm nervous do you have any gum
2: uh, yeah yeah uh do you like uh juicy fruit or a bubble mint?
1: The bubble mint is great
2: okay, here you go
1: see I'm here to, to you richard i I'm nervous because as a child, I mm-hmm. had always dreamed of alien sightings and and if I ever had the chance to to come across them, if I would go with them if asked
2: right right Richard yes,
1: would you be ready to? Take over the pres- presidency if 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 I went.
2: I mean, I would, but what would the vice president say? Uh, well, I can answer him. that one. Uh, I wouldn't be very happy at all. That's that's what I thought. I mean, but if you want me to do it, sir, I will take over, and I will, I will, uh, I will, I will do whatever it takes to make sure that you stay vice president. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it, wait a minute, here, uh, Mr. President. It, if you don't mind, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned here. This person, quite frankly, I don't think I've ever seen before in my life. Let alone, I'm, I'm the president's aide. This is Richard. Richard. He's My nephew and my presidential aide. You know, good old dick in the office. Okay. Of passing out faxes and memos, you know, running down the hallways. Great coffee maker. Sure. There was that one time I took a nap in the Lincoln bedroom. But come on, who hasn't? Mr. President, I just think that if you are to I mean, I don't know what you have against me that you don't want me to step up in the ranks if you happen to go on a spaceship and maybe this won't even happen. So I don't even know if we need to discuss this because it all seems a little bit outlandish in this moment. Uh But can we just think about the PR nightmare that would happen if you were to put your nephew as the president over the vice president?
0: Hi, hi, just coming in here. Sorry, I'm just squeezing through. Yes, this is Juliana from CP24. Here, Richard, the presidential aide, we're getting talks of you taking over. Now, we'd like to get a comment on whether this is true or
2: not. How did you get past uh, the Secret Service?
0: Oh, we have guest passes.
2: Oh. Oh, okay. Sorry about that then. Uh, you know what? I think I think I would love to step up as president. I feel like I have deserved it. I've worked really hard running around the, the White House doing all the things that, you know, presidential aides do, whatever they may be. And uh, I feel that uh, the vice president here is an incompetent nincompoop and deserves to stay as number two. Well, OK, uh, you can't say nincompoop and then number two in succession. I can say whatever I want. I'm soon to be the president.
1: So it seems like you feel you are
0: more qualified than the mm-hmm. vice president.
2: Yes. I, wow. I would like to speak to this. I, I really don't think that the qualifications are there. This is someone that just gets our coffee and brings files. Oh, yeah. I want to see you get coffee and bring files then. We'll see who the real big shot is, huh? I'm sure I could do it. I, I, I'd like to see it. I'll run off this plane and get us some coffees right you know now. what? I want a cappuccino. Okay, Mr. President, would you like a coffee? Yes, I'd like a flat white. And I, I'm sorry, uh, uh, CP24 news reporter. Yes, I, I didn't catch your name. I apologize, Juliana. Juliana, would you like a coffee? Yes. We're going to send the vice president off the plane to go oh, get some. That'd
0: be lovely. Um, I'll take a macadamia milk, one pump of caramel, extra foam.
2: Mm-hmm. Can you remember all that? <laughs> macadamian uh, caramel. Uh... Yeah. That's what I thought. He, he just, the vice president goes down the stairs and he's trying to keep all the coffee orders in his mind. They latch back up the plane and then they shoot off without him. Oh, cool. no, God. Oh, no.
1: Richard, now I know that you are more than capable of taking over because yes. you are my blood and our right. blood is thick and our blood is.
2: Strong. That's why we, our family dies so young because of our thick blood.
1: Well, I hope that. When I go up and become an alien, or whatever happens, if if I ever come back, I will come back and visit you
2: and help you. Thank you, sir.
1: As you will uh, have deserved it.
2: Uh, You know what? That that means a lot to me. That I have your support, and that I know that you'll gonna you're going to go out there and gain the trust of our of our new alien friends and bring them back and the knowledge they give you to help us run the country. Bring them back.
1: No, 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 no. The
2: knowledge. The knowledge.
1: I'm not coming back. You're not. I choose to live in whatever destination they bring me.
2: Right. Okay. I'm sorry. I just I thought you said you would you if you come back you would help me with the knowledge you gained. But I if I, understand. I come back
1: if I come back as a as a ghost or oh, as a oh. as an alien being or as a as spirit.
2: As a, right. Oh, of course, of course. Wow. I didn't think about that. I I didn't know that you were gonna die, sir.
1: Well. I can only be 85 for so long.
2: Meanwhile, under the desk, a tiny hand tugs on the president's leg discreetly without anyone noticing and pulls the president under. <laughs> yes, Mr. President, is the plan in place?
1: Well, the, yes, the, the plan is in place. Yes, I've, I've, I've been ready, I've been waiting my, my whole life for this.
2: Well, it's on my end, too. I, I, I hope that you didn't tell anyone that you have an alien life form under your desk that speaks to you and gives you all the best ideas because I have for you, I ordered my family to come to Colorado. They will pick you up. They will send you in the ship. And we will successfully leave the United States behind in disarray by giving them the worst possible underqualified president. But, I have to ask you, after
1: all these years of helping me with my presidency, you've kept one big secret from me. Right. Before I go, I must know the answer. Okay. What is out there?
2: I think, I think you'll enjoy the surprise.
1: Okay, that really didn't give me anything, (laughs) but I have no
2: choice. Uh, Fine, okay, there's... There's shops, there's, I don't know. Well, it's basically the same thing here, but everything's in space and there's- wait, 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 wait,
1: wait. You're, you're telling me it's the same as Earth and- Well, then why would I leave? Why would I choose to live a life away from my wonderful nephew, Richard, if uh, that's just but the same?
2: This is why I said you'll enjoy the surprise, because I didn't want you to have any doubts.
1: <gasps> I get it. You were trying to- You were trying to trick me. The? All these years you were trying to make me trust you so that you could ruin the United States of America.
2: Yes, Uncle, Uncle President, Uncle President.
1: Uh, sorry, I'm just looking for my contacts under yeah. here.
2: Oh, yeah, they came by with the cart. I got you a diet soda and some pretzels. I hope that's OK. Uh,
1: absolutely. Okay. So you just
2: slipped them under the desk. Listen. Yeah,
1: you're a liar. Oh, I am Little alien, but bo- no, not you, Richard. Oh, I'm, sorry. I'm just looking for my contacts and no, talking you, uh, to myself. He's a liar. It's it's, it's Shut up! Right. Shut up! You. Oh. shut up! You.
2: His pretzels no was, are hardly no. salty. I, I no, I didn't lie to you. Okay, I I thought I was being very transparent about me wanting to have the planet shatter. But what I wasn't as transparent with is yeah, it's very similar to Earth. There's a lot you know, there's a lot less unique than you might think. Right, so... But there's a few things. We have our own movies. Okay. We don't use the ones you film here. We film our own up there, and they're pretty good. Interesting. We have have this one actor, um, and when they're in movies, they make you laugh so much. I don't think you'll ever have seen... A bigger gut buster and get some bigger laughs than what gives you. Uncle President, Uncle President, we're about to touch down in Colorado. <sighs> just, just letting you know, we're about to touch down. I hope you found your contacts.
1: Okay. Well, that the movie thing is tempting, but give me a minute. I need to talk to my nephew. Okay. Okay. Uh, I can see it again. Wonderful.
2: Oh, oh good. Touching good. Down so you, found, soon. you found them. Yes. Yeah. It's well, a very fast plane. Mm-hmm. So, you, yeah. W-
1: w- it, Let's just say I were to, to, to leave Yeah. everything behind. Yeah. Would you miss me?
2: Well, of course. Of course I would. And, and I know that, that um, Aunt Lucy would miss you too, and your children and your grandchildren, and the, the whole country would miss you.
1: The whole country would.
2: They would shed one big tear, and they would refill the oceans with salt water.
1: Sometimes you forget that being the president, people are looking up to you, and
2: yeah. Except the forty percent of the forty-eight percent of the country who voted for did, your yes, your you opponent, they won't. Right. They will probably be very happy about it.
1: Right, but the those other fifty-two,
2: they'll, they'll be really sad, probably.
1: You know, as as I get closer to making this decision, it really is becoming quite quite difficult. Yeah, I've, I've worked in. I've been a dreamer my whole life, and to leave it all behind mm-hmm. is going to be difficult.
2: Right. Oh, uh, Mr. President, sorry. Uh, I forgot to tell you that in space, you no longer age and you never die. I know you're 85 years old, so I thought that might have been an important
1: Immortality. thing. Immortality! Okay. Well, we're touching
2: down now. The president face palms his nephew and throws him against the wall and runs oh. towards the door. Oh. <laughs> That crazy, my crazy uncle.
1: (laughs) Mr. President, and um, the aide of the president. Richard, my name is Richard. Nice to meet you both. Thank Thank you you for coming on such short notice. We know the world hasn't seen many sightings like this, so it's very, very important that you're here. Thank you for having us. Richard. Mm-hmm. Why don't you take take this one over and as your first step into presidency.
2: Really? Really? Oh cool. Um uh all right. All right guys, we got to go uh uh where um
1: we're here the the, the, oh, the crop shit. site the crop sighting of the alien
2: Right, right. Crop alien crops uh crop tops for everybody. I want everyone wearing crop tops. Um Uh, Get in, get in line. We're gonna, we're gonna meet um, the aliens. Suddenly the ship comes down and lands into the crops.
1: There it is. Finally, after all these years to witness it with my own two eyes, I'm so glad I found my contacts.
2: The uh, uh, small alien uh, finally comes out from the desk and goes onto the shoulder of the president. Let's run, run! Get to the ship! Wait, 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 wait! I don't think I can go. What? Why not?
1: not? After that response my nephew gave about everyone wearing crop tops, I really can see he might not be ready to Take over the United States of America.
2: No, we discussed the benefits of nepotism. Smorkle! Smarkel! Hurry up! Get on! We've gotta get to the sale down at Space Gap. Oh, you hear that? Space Gap has a sale. They've got blue jeans on sale. Come on, smorkel. That's another benefit. Earth Gap doesn't have a sale right now. Space Gap does.
1: <sighs> Smorkle, you have been a confidant to me, a trusty uh, ally, and A friend, but I'm sorry I-
2: Don't forget a gentle lover.
1: A gentle lover I I shall not forget. Thank you. But I see the greed I I have had keeping you away from your family. I think you shall return and I shall
2: not. Smorgle, did you tell him we got Dippin' Dots next to the space gap? <laughs> the sound of Dippin' Dots makes the president face his Nephew once again and run. Dippin' Dots, kid. out of my way! <laughs> All right, Smoker, let's dump the last guy who hitchhiked with us. <laughs> Bye, Richard. Uh, <laughs> Have a good time. Goodbye, Uncle President. I love you. (laughs) The aliens throw Winston Churchill out of the plane. I see. I was out in space for the last 80 years, for 60, 70 years. Who knows? I guess I'll be the new president of America now. Uh, I'm uh, I'm terribly sorry about this, Mr. Churchill. Yes? Uh, Sorry, I'm the head of the military, John. Um, Um, John? The head of the military, John. Well, I, I, don't, I, I, I don't like to keep things back. Right, so formal. right, yeah. The head of the military, John. I, I No I like military title, casual. no last name, nothing, just John. It's casual Friday if... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Am I overdressed? <laughs> you definitely <laughs> oh are. Oh, my goodness, I'm See, so sorry. I would give my formal name and department position. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rank if it wasn't casual don't Friday, it, of course, of course. but in, I'm just the head Whatever, of the right, right. What, if, what if it was not casual Thursday? what would you say? Which is casual Friday? But what if it was not casual Thursday? We're role playing. Oh, what would I? I've know? been in space for a long time. I don't know. I, I, you don't. You don't know. No, it's not. You're not very good at this. Well, my this is casual Friday. It's my my day off. My first degree as the new president of the United States of America would be to have mandatory improvisational classes. Hey, what? What? What what if? Yes, I said you're the president now, and apparently not (laughs) me, Dick. Yeah, apparently Dick's not. What? What if I was to say, as this ship takes off and the former president goes into the sky... Yes, he's going to the sail at Space Gap. What if we use these tankers here Mm -hmm. and just blast it down? You want to blow up the spaceship? Yeah, I mean, what what are we going to do? We're going to leave it and have them go up to space? Well, Presumably, yes. If they take our president, we take the ship. Yeah, but they gave you a better one, me. Uh, I don't know. You know who I am, right? All you did is. Have you read history? All you've done since you've come down is insult me and insult casual Fridays. I didn't insult it, but when you introduce yourself as John, head of the military, (laughs) I'm going to be a little confused. I said it's casual Friday. I don't have to give up my rank on casual Friday. We didn't have casual Friday where I come from. Well, yeah. yeah, But I'm ready to learn. It's a different word, John. (laughs) It's a different world. John, come here. Come here, John. I'm gonna hold you close and listen. I, I want to learn about Casual Friday. I want to learn about all the cultures and things that have changed since I've been gone. Why don't you start with Go, these flip flops? Oh, oh my goodness! As Winston <laughs> Churchill puts on the flip flops, the the tanks shoot down the the spaceship, blowing it up in the sky. Uncle President, no! <sighs> Luckily, CB-24 is there to report on it.
0: And that's all we have today. What a whirlwind at the alien sighting. Now, we don't know what's in for the United States of America, but we're excited to find out. And keep keep in mind, casual Fridays and crop tops are now mandatory.
2: Yeah, can you turn that off? I've been waiting for my, my pizza for the last 10 minutes, and I'm sick of watching this thing on loop all day. Uh, okay ryan seacrest why don't you just sit down (laughs) spooked (laughs) classic ryan seacrest always in the pizza shops of course yeah i suppose
0: (laughs) the best button the best button ever sit
1: down ryan that's amazing that
0: was it was wacky and fun and <laughs> the memory I'll, I'll keep fondly forever.
2: Mm-hmm. You were the president
0: president. And I was a man.
2: Whoa. Awesome. We've never had a male president before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They should try that sometime. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on. Where can everyone follow you?
0: Um, my Instagram is the Sam Hancock. I wanted the real Sam Hancock, but I messaged the person who has has the name Mm -hmm. just Sam Hancock and because they don't use it. There's no posts on it, but they have followers, but they've yet to respond. So until then, it's the Sam Hancock.
2: Mm, Well, you're the Sam Hancock. They're just some Sam Hancock. Mm -hmm. Exactly. just a Sam Hancock. (laughs) Exactly. And we'll be tweeting that out at Spooked Podcasts, as well as go to the You can see a full profile on Sam with direct links to those social medias, as well as the other episodes that she's done on the network mm-hmm. and go to the sonar web uh, store, store and buy spook shirts Buy those shirts. whether You believe in a ghost or don't believe in ghosts. We got a shirt for you, you got to try it out. You got to put them on. You got to be like, this is what I believe. This is what I don't believe. Just They're great gifts. They're great gifts for uh, friends, loved yep. ones, uh, enemies. yeah, Anyone you want. Uh, pranks for someone that you think totally wouldn't like the prank shirt. Prank them. <laughs> I don't care if they don't like it. So long as you're buying it, that's all that matters. <laughs> Um, And uh, leave us a review, all of that stuff.
1: Spooked. Spooked.
2: Spooked. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network. Sonar!